InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Millions of Americans spend countless hours and often pay large fees to plan their personal finances, often relying on experts to help them make decisions. But how reliable is that advice? Our next guest has some answers. Let's welcome Helene Oland to InfoTrack. How are you? Hi, how are you? Terrific. Now, you're a journalist whose work has appeared in major publications, and you're the author of Pound Foolish, exposing the dark side of the personal finance industry. First of all, what got you into this topic and writing this book? It wasn't because I was an expert in personal finance. It was because somebody called me up one day and said, would you like to try your hand at the money makeover gag at a major newspaper? And all I knew about personal finance at that time was that it paid a lot more than what I was doing. (laughs) So, of course, I said, sure, I know a lot about personal finance. And I thought for sure I would do one of these, and that would be the end of my personal finance career. I ran out, bought a book on personal finance, somehow got my way through this, and much to my shock, got another assignment, and another one, and another one. And pretty soon I realized I was doing something completely new and different for a living. And as I always say, there's two lessons to take away from this. The first is that a lot of the stuff is quite easy to learn. What a mutual fund is, what an index fund is, this is basic stuff. On the other hand, this is all absolutely unknowable. Nobody knows anything because none of us can predict the future. None of us know how the stock market's going to do over a five-year, 10-year, 20-year period. And none of us knows how long we're going to live, whether we're going to lose a job, whether we're going to suffer a health care crisis, whether we're going to live a financially charmed life, you name it. But isn't it the case that people who have personal finance advice tend to do better than those who just kind of guess at it? Well, people who get professional advice sometimes do better, I should say. This is actually quite interesting. A lot of the advice out there, frankly, is not very good. And we don't have an ability to judge it ourselves. There was a study done about a year ago. It was some professors at Harvard. They hired, you know, a couple of hundred actors, gave them fake portfolios, send them off to a bunch of banks and brokerage houses. And they say, you know, report back. And over and over again, people were told to do things that were not necessarily in their best interest, but were in the best interest, financially at least, of the financial advisor giving the advice. Hmm. But most scary was that when they were asked by the researchers afterwards, 70% of them said they would go back to the same advisor. They thought they had gotten great advice. They had no idea they had just been had. Is it the case that many, many Americans really don't know that much about the world of finance, and they really should learn more about it just as part of education? Well, that's certainly part of the problem, but the second part is not part of the problem. The fact is, it's functionally impossible for most of us to keep up with the pace of innovation in the financial services sector. What would help us a lot would be if there were laws and regulations so that we could not be taken advantage of, so that we're sold products that were in our best interest, and that financial advisors had a legal duty to act in our best interest. None of this is the case right now. Now, we have millions of Americans who are in the process of retiring or getting close to retiring, and they've been given a lot of advice over the years as to what to do. Is a lot of that advice possibly wrong? Well, the issue is that we are at the, I don't want to say the end, but we are in 30-plus years now of an experiment in What will happen if you let people plan their retirements themselves? And what we know is that it won't end well for very many people. 
Most people have way less than $100,000 in their retirement accounts. People on the verge of retirement are closer to $120,000. None of these are amounts that are going to get people through 10, 20, 30 years of not working. And the result is, when you think about it, you have to admit, this does not work. We're talking on InfoTrack with Helene Olin, author of Pound Foolish, Exposing the Dark Side of the Personal Finance Industry. Helene, we've often heard that women are at a disadvantage with financial matters. In fact, we've interviewed people on this show talking about that. What's your take on that? My take is that a lot of this is a way of not admitting women are indeed behind financially. And they are behind financially because they don't earn as much as men. They have many more responsibilities on the money they earn. And finally, they live longer. And our response is to say women don't understand money. That is just not true. When you look at the survey data, as one of my friends puts it, she says, men and women are equally financially illiterate, but men earn more money. In terms of changing the laws involving personal finance in the industry, what would you change? Would you make it so that people cannot get a commission on selling products? That's certainly one of the things I would change. I mean, there's so much I would change. You don't have the time for me to start going into it. But I definitely think commission is one of the huge issues in the industry. When people make money by acting in a certain way and not in another, they're going to act in that way. They're not going to think they're bad people for acting in that way. As humans, we have an amazing capacity to convince ourselves that what's in our best interest is in the best interests of other people as well. But it's not always the case. If I'm listening and I have parents who are getting close to retirement and I want to do something to get them on the right track, what advice would you have? It's hard to be specific because everybody's situations are so specific. But what I would say is please tell your parents to stay away from the free lunch and free dinner circuit. The financial services sector invites seniors and near seniors to free meals. They are pitched with a hot-button issue that is something they worry about, like fear of outliving their savings in retirement, fear Social Security is going to be cut. And then products are promoted at them that are supposedly going to solve this problem for them, but in fact are often simply products that will enhance the seller's bottom line. You have a chapter in your book titled, Who Wants to Be a Real Estate Millionaire? Talk about that one a little bit. We were sold on the myth of real estate. It's very fashionable now to blame people for the fact that we bought homes that we had no business buying, that we did no money down, that we overspent. In fact, this stuff was deliberately sold to us. And we were told if we didn't do this, that we would not be able to buy tomorrow. And of course, there was a whole group of financial gurus who followed in the wake of this sort of thing. And one of the big ones is a guy named Robert Kiyosaki, and he was begging people to buy houses with no money down and saying this is the way to make millions. And, of course, we know how it ended for a lot of people. What's your take on index funds, which have been touted as a real great way to invest your money? I think it's probably as good as most people are going to get. The expense ratios tend to be quite low on most of them. And what we do know is that less than 1% of people, and that includes professional money managers, have the ability to year in and year out beat the market. So the chances are you're not going to do better than an index fund, and likely you are going to do worse. 
The book is Pound Foolish, Exposing the Dark Side of the Personal Finance Industry. Helene Olin is the author. And you can visit her website to learn more, Helene Olin, H-E-L-A-I-N-E-O-L-E-N dot com. Helene, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you for having me. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.